Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that is all about you. Goals are tricky. Sometimes they inspire us to improve our life, other times they are discouraging. If you set a major goal and you don't achieve it, even if it's not your fault, it was out of your control, you'll still probably feel down about it and wish you would have done something different. You know, it's not going to make your life pleasant. Also, if you're not enjoying your life right now because you're waiting to reach a goal, you're draining your daily happiness. When I lose 60 pounds, I'll, uh, I'll be able to live the life I want and do the things I enjoy. You know, when I retire, that's when I'll really have a good life. Or when I become the safety and health and uh, environmental manager, then I'll like working here. These type of thoughts can dominate your mind and they can really affect your emotions. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't set goals because goals are a wonderful thing. They really are. You should set goals. They can be a positive force in your life. They can inspire you to do better. I pursue goals for my personal professional life all the time. But there can be a downside to setting goals that thankfully you can eliminate. And here's how. Number one, be flexible with your goals. Uh, sometimes you, you can't be too flexible because you set your goal with someone else or a group even. You know, it could be your whole department is setting a goal or a company. You know, you could, uh, your wife or husband or whoever could be setting a goal to say to buy a new house. Or your supervisor, you know, in your daily performance or your uh, yearly performance appraisal could be setting goals with you if you work together to set goals for the following year. So those you don't have complete control over. Some, but not complete. However, personal goals, whether it be losing weight, getting a certain certification, or even wanting to change careers, well, that's completely under your control. Goals are a, they're a planning and motivational tool. I, when I pull up my goals, uh, my agent and I, Michelle Lucia, we every year uh, go over our goals. We put new goals and see if we like the goals we had last year. And then uh, different times throughout the year, we'll review them. And it's really just a tool. It's not like you're forced. You have to do those things. So you should be flexible with your goals. Sometimes the goals, you don't like them anymore. I know for me, there's some social media stuff I wanted to do uh, when it started to become a big thing in the world. And now I don't, really don't want to do it as much. Uh, I've taken my energy into other areas. And you change. I change. Everybody changes. The goal you set two years ago might not be the one you want even at all anymore. A common human flaw, and it's one that's been researched uh, pretty extensively actually, is that if you put a lot of effort into something, you tend to keep staying with it, even though all the evidence shows it's not a good idea. I mean, there's been companies that have failed because of that, because they stayed with a product or they stayed with an idea that is not in vogue anymore. It's, it's out of fashion or people just don't want to do it anymore, but they keep staying with it because they put so much time and money into it. Now, don't easily give up on your goals. I'm not saying you should you know, set a goal and then, ah, ah, so what? No. Pursue them with vigor, especially if they're important to you and if they're heartfelt. 
but also use your head and evaluate your goals. And evaluate yourself and your circumstances from time to time. Another way to make sure goals are in your favor is to enjoy reaching them. Don't just care about when you finally get to your goal. When I was in my teens, uh, then I was a musician. I taught guitar and I played in bands. Uh, I listened to a radio interview with uh, the members of my favorite band, actually, I guess at the time, it was Styx. They were very popular in the 70s and uh, they had a bunch of hits like Lady. Um, what the band members said about fame and making it surprised me and has influenced me for nearly 40 years. They said, and I'm you know, paraphrasing, I don't remember exact words that they said, but what they basically said was that they were surprised that they didn't feel like super happy now because they were famous. They thought once they became famous, there would be this pill or this thing, and all of a sudden they'd be crazy happy and everything would be perfect and their life would be awesome. Not that their life wasn't awesome, but they didn't have the happiness they thought. I was like, wow, that's strange. Because at the time, I thought that's what would happen. If I became famous, or if I did reach my major goal as a musician, that I'd be super happy and everything would be perfect. You know, it's not uncommon for famous people and great achievers to wish for their struggling years. And that's what the guys from Stick said. They said uh, they actually missed when they were really working hard to try and make it in the music industry. And research literature shows that it's actually the progress toward a goal, even if it's just a little bit, that improves your moods, that causes you to have good feelings and well-being. When you do finally accomplish the goal, yes, there's going to be some feeling of success and good feeling, but it doesn't last long. And sometimes it's not any better than it was when you improved what you were doing to get closer to a goal. So enjoy reaching the goal. I kind of, I've started doing this, oh, years ago, but now I do. I, if I don't even reach a goal, it, it matters to me, but I enjoy trying to reach the goal. And because of that, I like setting goals and going towards them. And sometimes if you go towards a goal, and even though you, you don't reach it, and you switch over to another goal, uh, you've still enjoyed the process of starting on your way to the first goal. And finally, find creative ways to work on your goals. Now, goals can be frustrating when, because of your work or family responsibilities, you have children, you take them to soccer practice and games, and you got to work full time, and you have a goal that's outside of your work, let's say, uh, you feel there is no time or energy left to work on it. However, with planning and imagination, if you think, how can I find ways to work on this goal with the schedule I have now? You may be surprised how much you can actually work on it. When I uh, set the goal to become a professional speaker, I was working full-time at a nuclear power facility. I had two small children at home, and I was working shift work at times, and sometimes working 12-hour shifts. So yes, it was easy for me to feel like, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to pursue my goal. However, I would come in a few minutes early from uh, my shift before the turnover and I would read about speaking. On the way in, I listened to great orators like Winston Churchill, one of my favorites. And I also 
I memorized short poems and funny stories and limericks, and I would tell them to people, which is really part of what I do as a professional speaker. I mean, I don't actually tell limericks and stories. I do tell stories, but I was practicing, and it was fitting into my schedule. Now, you might not want to become a professional speaker, but whatever your goals are, if your work schedule and your life schedule is making it seem like you can't have any time, with a little creativity, you may be surprised how much time you can find to work on your goals. Now, goals may be tricky, but they're also great. And I wish that you enjoy reaching many of yours.